Hello everyone, Jane A here from Your Weight Loss. Today we're talking all things tracking. Oh, it's gonna be good. Hi, Leash. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. I've been like grinding and just doing all the like geeky research um, to get our calorie deficit boot camp all up and, and Adam. And I just like, you know how much I love that stuff. Oh, I do know how much you love that stuff. I mean, the sign-ins have been nonstop. We are so, so excited to be able to educate uh, mostly women, to be honest. I see that it's mostly women uh, making their way to our boot camp. Um, and I'm just pumped because I see, you know, when they ask to be a part of our sneak peek group to, to be able to watch our lives, they all, they're like, to, to know more about this calorie deficit. And and I'm, I'm I feel like we're going to change their lives. So I'm excited. And basically, I just want to share with you guys quick, the birth of the calorie deficit boot camp was because we get asked this question so often. And it's, it's complicated, like we need, you know, we need some time with you in order to like fully explain it to you and fully help you understand how you can actually implement it in your real life. So we were like, okay, how many days do we need? How about five? Absolutely. And you know, this cannot be, you know, said everything that we have to say cannot be said in a 15 second TikTok. No. So, and, and you know, it was time for us to really, and, and the lack of not only the amount of people asking about it, it was the amount and the lack of knowledge of calorie deficit really got to me. And I was like, yeah. people need to know about this if they want success with their weight loss journey. You guys deserve to know. Absolutely. You deserve to know. And you deserve to know it from two women um, that have lost weight and and um, experience it and also have been helping so many do it. You know, it's not yeah. just about us. It's about how we've been able to help so many people lose weight and keep it off because they now have the knowledge of how a human body works. Okay, so we're getting ready. So please go and sign up. We're over 3,000 people have signed up for our calorie deficit. We are pumped. Um, so that starts next Monday, March 8th. Um, but today we're talking about tracking. Yes. So, so I, yeah. Mm. Um, I, in my, you know, journey for quest, I was watching some YouTube videos. There's a guy that I follow. Absolutely love him. Ben Carpenter. He's very sciencey. Um, so if you're interested, some of his stuff is really, you know, heavy sciencey. And he had this amazing video and I was like, I sent it to Jose. I'm like, we need to talk about these things. Like we need to talk about this out loud. This needs to be understood. Yes. And basically the, the video that Leisha's is talking about is really letting people know that tracking is hard. Yes. And, and so it's like, it's really good. It's not, you know, when you, um, when you're tracking, when you're someone that says like, I track right away, I think of all the, like, there's a lot of effort and time put into tracking and all that, but also with all that effort and that time, it is still hard. It is still hard to accurately do it. So that is what we want to talk about. That is what we want to talk about. And, you know, so often we have people, you know, in the world say to us, you know, I'm tracking absolutely everything and I'm not losing weight, you know? So we're like, okay, let's what's going on it. here? Yeah. Let's do some troubleshooting and let's just talk about why tracking is so likely to be inaccurate. Yeah. And it's not, you know, Guys, we have to, you know, say it. If you are not losing weight, you are not in a calorie deficit, okay? So tracking your calories does not ensure weight loss. 
what ensures weight loss is being in a calorie deficit, but it doesn't mean just because you're tracking your calories that you're creating a deficit. Okay. So, and, and, and because we know that tracking is so hard and there is a piece, there is for sure a piece that you're forgetting or that you're not, you didn't track accurately. We're not saying that you're lying. We're not saying that in like, that you're not like, nope, you didn't track everything. It's just, it's human nature to under, um, what's the word that he uses that I really like under report. report that you under report the calories that you are consuming without knowing it guys, you're not lying. You're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Let's just like extra say that like you are under reporting because it's hard. Exactly. Not because you want to lie and pretend that you're doing better than you are doing. Uh, that's really important. And I, and I want to almost point out, and he even says, even when I say this, you're thinking, oh, but no, no, I am reporting accurately. Right. Um, and I love that part as well, because everyone seems to think that they, they are the unique example or the unique person that like, no, no, not, but not me, you know? And you know where the real danger is in this is when people believe that they are tracking at 100% accuracy and not seeing results, then they believe that weight loss is out of their control. And so, of course, we're not going to be successful. We don't even believe that we have control over what we could change to actually get success. So that's why we need to have this conversation. Oh, absolutely. You're so right, Leash. Like, it's that piece where it's, it's almost finding reasons why they, they can't, why there's like, but I'm special. Therefore I cannot, I am almost broken. You know, like this system is not working for me because saying like also saying I've been, you know, tracking and I'm creating a deficit, but I'm not losing weight. But if you were creating a deficit, you would be losing weight. So it's, it's that belief. You need to believe in that, in that, the science behind a human body. And it's not that calorie deficit isn't working for you. It's that calorie counting isn't currently working for you. Oh, I like that. So um, let's talk about, so this, the, his thing is he takes his, like, this is his favorite thing to go and research and research and research and take tons and tons of studies. So he doesn't just take one study. He takes like a meta analysis is when you take more than one study and you chunk it all together. And he looks and looks and looks and just, you know, comes up with a conclusion based on tons of studies and then says it in words that regular people can understand. I love it. So he did this with tons of studies and there was under reporting between 20 to 60% of how many calories people thought. So let's just go the low end. If you think that you've consumed 2000 calories in the run of a day and you're under reporting by 20%, that's 400 extra calories. And that's the low end. I also love, he looked at a study of dietitians, So people that really know what they're doing, they know nutrition, they know how. It's not about the how piece, it's that it's hard. Yeah. And they underreported by over 20%. Like dietitians underreported. And it's not because they don't understand. It's not because they were trying to trick the system. It's because it's hard. Yeah, it is very hard. And there was also a piece, so he made, he did, he came up with so much, so many studies and it's like over and over just proving that, um, it is the norm 
to not be able to report accurately. And so, um, you know, you're a part of, you're a part of the majority by not, you know, reporting accurately. You're not trying to lie. And I love the example of him like, okay, there's even a study where they like put money in it. Like there was a financial um, like incentive incentive behind the study and still people did not accurately um, report. So it, it yeah. just shows you how it's like normal human behavior. Yeah. And it's instead of us thinking it's rare, we need to realize that it's actually the norm under reporting. And also on top of that, over reporting exercise and movement. Yeah. And I mean, guys, if you, if you find the right videos on YouTube that will actually allow you success, um, not the seven minutes, uh, lose belly fat in seven minute videos, but the ones that are actually trying to help you understand what's happening with your body and why you're not losing weight, right? They're not trying to sell you a, a shot of stuff. Um, they're actually trying to sell you knowledge on why you're not losing weight. The number one, uh, like I've watched a few videos on YouTube and it's always like, okay, what's the top four reasons why you're not losing weight. And the first one is always underestimating your food because of all these studies. And it's always overestimating how much you burn because why do we talk about that right away is because to, in order to lose fat. You need to create a, a calorie deficit. So it is important what you report as what came in and what you report at what, as what came out, because that yeah. is what's going to give you success. And then don't even get me started on like what your target goal is. Cause that's a whole nother conversation about another estimation. But do you know what I want to get into right now is actual reasons why tracking is hard. I'll start. Okay, go. <laughs> So, and as much as I'm going to list some things and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do that. Well, no one's saying you have to track, but if you are committed to tracking and want it to be somewhat accurate, then yes. So basically talk about weighing your food. Anyone like that tracks accurately is committed to weighing their food and even, even not even in ounces, they want you to weigh it in grams. Okay. So let's just like, I want to like re re say something. It's when you choose to track, so step one, you've chosen this. We're not saying that you have to. So you've chosen to track and you're going to be like that accurate tracker, right? Okay. Well, even if you're like, I'm going to be the accurate tracker and I'm going to weigh my, my stuff, please know that you're still not going to be accurately tracked. Like, because I mean, you're, you might be on the low end of the 20, you're still going to forget to report some stuff. Even oh my with gosh, that. Yes. yes. I'm just, I'm, I just want to list reasons why it's hard to be oh, okay. accurate. Okay, go. Okay. So weighing your food, weighing everything you're eating is hard. Something else I want to talk about is packaged food isn't necessarily 130 grams of the granola bar that it says. They are allowed to be inaccurate by about 20%. So if you have a lot of processed food in your plan and it's inaccurate by 20%, that can compound over one day and one week. So that is another reason why tracking your food can be inaccurate. Yes. I like it. Keep going. Okay. Um, bites. How many people who are tracking their food are actually reporting every single tiny extra bite that is being taken? Not a lot. I mean, if you're a mom, there's kid scraps everywhere. There's grilled cheese crust. You're hungry. You're tired. It looks delicious. You take one. You know, you're cooking and you want to see if it needs more salt. You're taking bites. Like all of these things 
can compound on top of the other things. So having those little extra bites is another one. Yes. Um, am I just keeping going? Yeah. You just keep going until I have something to say. Go. Okay. I'm not used to this scenario. I know. Yeah. Go. Um, if you're cooking a batch recipe, are you, when you're doing a big batch of chili, are you going to write down every single last thing and then figure out exactly how many ounces your chili made and then split it? It's going to be a guesstimation, which again is fine, but I'm just explaining to you why when you feel like you're tracking. Oh, I have another thing. My fitness pal, I don't know if everyone knows this, but my fitness pal is an app where anyone can put in something. So right now I could pick up my fitness pal and say, ah, four ounces of chicken is a hundred calories. Bam. It's there. And then you go and use that and you have no idea if I'm correct or not. Yeah. I don't know if people know that. No, I don't know either. So what about weekends? Like, are we really tracking every single thing? Are we going to our friend's house? Are we at a potluck? Are we eating out at a restaurant? Are we, you know, and also All of the these- restaurant, even if you find something online and it tells you exactly what your plate is, like if you grab a few fries from your child, like guys, it is hard. Okay. Even the restaurant, they're not weighing their portions when they're giving it to you. It yeah, is a no. guesstimation yeah. of how many calories you consumed at the restaurant for that meal, even if you can find the actual thing. Absolutely. I mean, we've all been to the restaurant where we're like, oh, this time my piece of chicken's a little bit bigger than last time I came here, or my salad is bigger, or whatever. Like, there's no way that there's just like they're they're they don't care about your dietary uh plan. No. They they're no. just like putting it in a plate and they're like, here you go. Um, they also don't measure the oil that they promised in this. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. So Basically, guys, the reason why I wanted to kind of get into actual concrete examples is I just, we just want you to understand why it is so common that when we are tracking our food, we are under reporting. Okay. I want to bring this point up, Leish. So even if you were tracking, let's say you're tracking and you're losing weight, it does not mean you are accurately tracking 100%. All it means is that with what you consumed, you were in a calorie deficit and maybe tracking helped you create awareness or helped you to perform. But you cannot, other than saying, I lost weight this week because I created a deficit this week. That's a sentence that you can say out loud. You cannot say, I lost weight this week because I tracked accurately. You know, um, you track, maybe you weighed more, whatever, or more accurately. Um, but it is very hard for you to have said, you know what? I tracked every single thing and I am a hundred percent because it is just not what is the chances of that happening are, are, are really very, very slim that that is what happened. Now you lost weight because you created a deficit. So maybe your way of tracking helped you create a deficit. Awesome. And for a lot of people, when they first start their journey, they have a lot of weight to lose. So creating a calorie deficit is easier. So an inaccurate tracking method probably would work for them at the beginning of their journey. But how many people do we have? Yeah. So many people of our members, you know, they're like, it's not working anymore. And it's because they're at a point where they need to be even more aware and they are not creating a calorie deficit. So basically when they thought they were consuming 1500 calories, they were probably actually consuming 19. Yes. 
And there was a point where that that helped them lose weight. Lose weight. So here we go. We are. I think this message is obviously people that are losing weight their way, whether they're tracking or not, they're happy. It's working. So they're they're not. You know, they're not asking any questions. It is for the people that are saying, "I am tracking my calories and I am not losing weight." Absolutely. You know. So what would be our like go to sentence to this person? What would we say to that person that says that to us, Leash? That is a very good question, Jose. I think one piece to my answer, if I if they're in front of me and I can't like think about it through email or send them to a video to watch, you know, a, a bunch or send of, them to boot camp. Yeah, exactly. Send them to boot camp. Um, I would say, okay, tr- the act of tracking your calories do not, does not ensure weight loss. So let's just put that out there again, as we said earlier. Um, so you're tracking your calories and you feel like this should create a deficit. If you're upset that you're not losing weight, that's basically what's happening. Right. Um, so we need to have that conversation again about, so you're still not, even if you're tracking calories, you're still not creating a deficit. Um, there, there is a, it's a, it's hard because you can't be like, you are not tracking correctly. Like we don't want, that's not the message here. The message is that it's normal. It's what is expected when you start tracking. So maybe I would say something like, it is so normal to under track girl. So I think just creating awareness with people that under reporting is the, is common is more than common. It's the norm. I think educating them and, and explaining that to them creates awareness. And then, then what do they do with that awareness? Okay. I like that. So for me, it would be like, it's either, I would start by saying you're, if you're not weighing your food, start by weighing, it's creating even more awareness within their tracking system. I would do the same. I would say, okay, if you are very, um, firm about wanting to continue to track, then I want you to take the next 14 days Mm. and track every single thing. And really focus, your only focus in the next 14 days is consistency and accuracy in what you are tracking. And then we will reevaluate. That would be my recommendation number one. Absolutely. I would also, I might ask what their goal is for calorie intake, because I do think that sometimes people, even they're like, their goal. And also I would ask about weekends. I mean, for me, it's always about weekends. I'm like, really? You measure everything? Like that's rare. That's really rare. And again, if a person is doing that and having success, they're not listening to this podcast. Like they're not interested. They're having success, right? Um, it is for people that are saying I am doing that and I'm not getting the success I want. And I'd be like, okay, then we need really need to look into weekends. We really need to look at the big picture and the things that are so common. Not only is it common for you to track inaccurately and to not report everything, uh, it is more than normal to not be doing that over the weekend and to forget the weekend and the bites and the whatever. And that's the next piece is I would say, I would say, would you be open to actually not counting calories and to just working at creating awareness around your own life? If they were a member, I would obviously recommend the seven day lifestyle challenge. And all, I mean, so often than not when people are not losing weight and they feel like they should be, it is because they are not quite aware. And again, it's not, we're not, people aren't evil. They're not bad. We're like busy. We're distracted. We're, you have to be very purposeful to create awareness in your own life. And also like, I forget what I ate yesterday. Yeah. So when I get to the scale after seven days, 
it's hard to remember, but if you keep a food journal and you write every last thing down, not how many calories are in it, but what you ate, it, what you ate, you might realize, oh, wow, I went to Starbucks three times and I have no idea how many calories were in that. Yep. I took 75 bites of my kids' foods this week. I actually drank maybe a lot this weekend. You know, yep. how many calories is in your liquids? Yeah. All of those things. So we, you know, I was work at creating awareness. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's all about creating awareness in order for you to be successful, to shut the noise, to really focus on, um, you know, I want to say almost proper weight loss, like weight loss that comes with you being the decision maker, you uh, creating your new life. There needs to, there is an uh, a awareness piece behind it all that is missing in other diets that is necessary for weight loss and maintenance. There is a an awareness piece here. There's a huge awareness piece. And sometimes guys, when you are spending a lot of effort tracking every single calorie, there's not room left in your brain for the awareness piece. And just wait for it. Guys, your list that you're going to come up with after thinking about what you do for seven days when you keep your food journal, there's going to be things on your list that you're not willing to work on. And that's okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, don't feel like every single thing that you realize maybe extra calories are coming in that you need to work on. Like, there's things that can stay in your life. Oh, absolutely. And you can choose, you know what? You can say, okay, maybe this lifestyle, not the amount of calories I'm eating, this lifestyle um, is not giving me any, you know, either quick weight loss or any weight loss, but I'm not gaining, but I love my lifestyle right now. So that gives you awareness into choosing if you want the next step or not as well. Exactly. Oh, it just good. gives you all the pieces to the puzzle. Like you deserve it to know what it so empowering, you yeah. know, and you're just like, okay, this is, these are the things I could choose to work on. I, I do want to work towards that lifestyle. And like, what we really want you to do is work towards your lifestyle and kind of accept the number that comes with that once you've achieved that lifestyle. Absolutely. The lifestyle is what your goal is what you're trying to achieve, right? That lifestyle with the feelings that it gives you about who you are, your values, how you feel in your skin, all of it. That's what's important. Oh, all the feels. All the feels, guys. Okay. This was such a fun chat. I enjoyed all of it. Um, please sign up for our bootcamp. If you're listening to this and you have not, it is free. Um, anything else to add about the bootcamp leash? Yeah. So it's free. We're going to do it for five days. We're going to do go be going live at 10 AM Atlantic standard time, but, um, you don't have to watch it live. We will be sending an email out after with the recordings. You can watch it whenever. Um, and the advantage to joining the bootcamp is it gets emailed directly to you. So you don't have to watch it. Then you can watch it, whatever, but we're going to tackle like, what is a calorie deficit? How, you know, to create awareness in your own life, calorie deficit range. Do you need to be in a calorie deficit every day? How our members are creating calorie deficits for success. Like we are getting into it. Yeah. You'll know everything that you need to know for calorie deficit, um, after this five days. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, share with your friends how great we are on podcasts. Um, so find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. What else is out there? YouTube. Internet. YouTube under Your Way Weight Loss or our website, yourwayoursupport.com. Bye, everyone. See you at the bootcamp.